Welcome to Soul Alchemy, the podcast where we alchemize your dreams and desires into reality. In this podcast, we're going to dive deeply into manifestation, self-development work, spirituality, sexuality, and dating. All of the things that you need in order for you to create the life that you dream of. So welcome, my name is Freya, and let's begin. Today is going to be a special episode and it's one where I quite honestly have nothing planned. I didn't want to go into this conversation with like a recipe book for what I wanted to talk about. I just wanted to authentically share and this is actually a really special experience for me i think maybe that's why it's one of the things that i've been pushing ahead because i've i've been wanting to be a special place like specifically i wanted to be like in bali recording this episode but it's gonna be a few months until i can get there and so i have decided that i feel like i'm far enough out on the other side for me to feel like it is it is time for me to sit down and record this episode. Today we're going to be talking about <laughs> how I healed CFS or also known as chronic fatigue and more specifically I'm also going to tell the story of how it came to happen, how I how I developed it, how it was for me being in the throes of it and um, just share the entire experience. Because it, it has been one that has, in so many ways, completely changed my life. And I foresee that this episode will not probably not be one episode, will probably be multiples. Because there's so many like paths that we can go down into in terms of like the specifics on how, like the tools that I use to heal this um also the spiritual aspects and you and you know that that's something i'm really really into i don't know if i'm gonna go into that today at all or if i'm just gonna like make a separate episode on how spiritually i felt during during that time and um we can go into the void and going through the dark night of the soul because that is essentially like spiritually what I went through and also the steps of going through that and overcoming that in a spiritual sense. So I have no idea where to start this but I think throughout this episode you will hear me sipping on my coffee because coffee makes me feel good and so um, I need my little comfort keto coffee here with me throughout this entire story so this whole thing started around October or November not like not past not the past year so not 2022 but 2021 so it's been effectively almost like a year and a half since this whole thing this whole thing started for me and at that time i was living in england in a uh, like old refurbished house 
really beautiful um really beautiful house and i i work like i was still like still kind of on maternity leave still working um because i'm self-employed and obviously then i work from home and i kind of do my own hours do my own thing whenever what something works for me i just do whatever whatever pleases me um so that was how i was living my life and um i was spending a, a lot of time at my home and um this house was an old english house and if you are from england or if you never if ever been you probably know that um sometimes there's like mold issues with these houses so we had like mushrooms coming out the walls some places like it was a really lovely beautiful house but there was like structural issues that um came to display like especially like in now bathroom and we had like this little toilet area uh downstairs so we had like a proper bathroom upstairs and then we had a toilet downstairs and a separate like bathing area and it was like specifically those two areas that was issues with and um so during this time i started to notice that i was feeling more tired than my then boyfriend my my daughter's dad and it was like I, I clearly remember like an evening where it was like five or six but it was like it was like in the winter time and i just remember feeling so 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 tired and i was just looking at him and i said are you not tired because like at that time Ellie had started to sleep like properly she was having like proper hours so at that time it didn't really make sense anymore that I would be as tired as I was back when I was getting like four five hours of sleep every night like I was getting proper sleep now and it'd been going on for a while so it it was starting to like I was starting to feel like this doesn't feel completely normal to me so I was feeling very tired and around that time both Ellie and I started to get quite sick and when I say sick I, I mean like you in the beginning days of of having a flu so like the four first three day for two or <laughs> two or three days you feel kind of under the wet weather and you feel like you're gonna get really proper sick you're really tired but it never fully develops into like a fever and you have to like lay down but Ellie was getting fevers and, and was getting quite ill quite often and because she was also getting ill it was like well it can't just be me like it can't just be me that there's something wrong with maybe it's because she just started nursery maybe it's because of all of the bugs she's bringing home so there was a lot of like well maybe it's this maybe in the, maybe it's this but it kept going and it kept going and it kept going and Ellie started to like cough a lot and have a lot of like like coughing attack and I I would have the same thing but hers would be worse and like I, we even brought her to the hospital one time because she was feeling so ill and had like the worst fever and she was just completely wiped out it was really really scary um so because it was both her and i that was affected it was like it didn't i didn't stop to think that there might be something besides this that was wrong with me 
Um, and I was just thinking that, you know, maybe my immune system is down because I, I've had a baby, I've been pregnant, uh, I've been breastfeeding for a long time. And so at that time, it did occur to me that I, I felt like it was normal, but it also could be explained away by other things. And she was, you know, new, fresh, young, very young, and hadn't properly developed a, a, a proper immune system yet, I, I said to myself. And so at that time, we were thinking, yeah, you know, this might pass. And during this time, I... Uh, like I was going through a lot emotionally as well. So at that time around, I think it was October, November, where I broke off the romantic relationship with Ellie's dad. Obviously, that is not something that you just randomly make a decision on. That is something that you stress about for a really long time before making the decision. And it had been something that had been pressuring my mind for a really long time not like I need to get out I need to get out but it was like I I was aware that I didn't feel I didn't I didn't have that feeling of him being the love of my life and you can, you can take that many ways. He's a beautiful human being, a lovely person. And because of all of the things that we had together and because we got along so well and because every, like there was nothing, there was nothing like really wrong. And that was why it was really hard for me to make that decision. But being in this space of like working with manifestation and our mindset, it's like, how can I say to myself in all areas of my life, all other areas of my life that I can be happy, I can be more healthy, I can do all of these things, like, and I can succeed with like achieving the wildest goals, but I do not allow myself to be in a relationship that really fulfills me. And so there came a time where I was like, it is the greater good of all to let this man go and let him have the love that he deserves and let me have the love that I deserve. And so obviously there was a lot of things going on emotionally besides the whole me getting sick. And at the same time, like just around the same time, we had we had uh, made an offer on a house. So that got approved and we were in like we were really struggling on making the decision whether we should go ahead with the house because we had already broken up at the time. Um, and we decided to go ahead and move into the house together, although we were no longer in a romantic relationship together. Because Ellie was very small and we just decided that that was the best thing for our family at that time and we would spend some years like fixing it up then we could sell it, we, we could do whatever with it um, and just, yeah, move, have it like an investment and just have a place to be where we like figure out what we're going to do with this whole situation. So we moved into this other old English house, another beautiful English house that also had mold. 
And when we moved here, my health started declining really, really quickly. And I, I was like doing all of the things. I was eating healthy. I wasn't drinking. I was like trying to run. And every time I would go for a run, I would just be so extremely exhausted that I'd had to go and like have a nap. It's you it's it just wasn't like normal normally when you go out for a run and you're healthy you you feel more energized after going for a run and I, I remember sometimes I would have to go get Ellie from nursery and she uh she like her nursery was up the hill and was like a 10 minute walk it wasn't too bad but I would literally drag my feet up this hill and most of the time Ellie wouldn't even walk um we like it was very uphill we couldn't bike like you don't bike in in the uk especially not in sheffield where we lived like the hills are insanity um you that's just not that's not possible so you have to walk and um i could have taken the pram but the pram is heavy and um so most of the time i would have to carry her back home and you know it is what it is but it really like I remember that walk down the hill that should take like 10 minutes that would sometimes take me 40 minutes because I would have to like stop and rest on the way and I was thinking like I am I'm 30 or how old was I I was I'm 33 (laughs) 32 33 this just does not make sense like how in the world Am I not able to walk 10 minutes down a hill without having to stop and rest? Like, what the fuck is going on? And I was starting to get really bad anxiety because I just didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was just so anxious and um, afraid to say it, but I was, I was starting to become suicidal um like mentally i was thinking like there's no way in hell that i can keep going for the rest of my life feeling this way so when i say tired and sick i mean tired sick exhausted depressed anxious it was really not good And that time, it had been going on that way for six months now. So it was around February um, of 2022, yeah. Um, And I was like, I was crying every night when Ellie was in bed, also like during the day. And I am a crier, I'll, I'll, I'll say that, I, I, do easily cry, I cry over a good movie, I cry over a sad movie, I cry over everything, but I don't, I don't very often emotionally cry, I don't very often cry over stuff that makes me upset, like in, in my day to day, like I think that like emotionally I am quite resilient, um, when it, when it comes to like my personal life and stuff, and so it was, 
weird it was like this is out of the ordinary i don't normally cry this much like people like stuff is making me really upset it was getting to a point where i was like taking time off work because i couldn't work anymore um i just couldn't like string sentences together and i'd lost all of my like will to all of my drive i was gaining weight as if it was like and that's like one of the things that i'm still struggling with today is the weight that i gained back in that period of time because i was just gaining weight for no like no whatsoever reason like i was living healthily doing like eating clean like i have i have a um i have an education in holistic health and so that's like i know what to do with supplements i know what to do with uh, the food and none of the things that i had usually like i would have usually done to make myself feel better and and have helped me like balance my hormones and get up out of hypothyroidism like nothing was working and so when i was starting to feel this way i was thinking yeah i probably like because of the pregnancy and because of having Ellie and being depleted, I probably have hypothyroidism now. It's it's in my genetics and I've also been very close at developing it early on in my life. And so um, that was actually one of the reasons I went into holistic health was, was because of that. And so I, I did all of the things. I, I took all of the tests. I had so many blood tests done. I was like had holistic health tests done looking into like allergies and stuff like nothing made sense i was just feeling like absolute fucking run over shit i was wiped out and i remember like at this time i would nap every day from like 12 to 3 <laughs> and then i would wake up to go and get ellie and go get Ellie and like drag myself through the evening and go to bed when she went to bed at seven. <sighs> and then one night I was, um, <clears throat> I was laying in bed and I was on my podcast doing research. So trying to figure out what could be wrong with me. I would listen to podcast episodes every night. I wasn't like I was just looking into like how to balance your hormones, why are you so tired, la 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 la. And then uh, on my uh, like on my uh, uh, like the first page that you go into Spotify, sometimes they like recommend episodes for you, and one of the recommended episodes was called is your house killing you? And I was like, oh shit. I didn't know what that oh shit feeling was, but it just connected to me deeply. Like this is something that I need to check out. And it was this podcast episode and I don't even, I'm not sure if I was following this, uh, this podcast. I feel like I wasn't, um, but nevertheless, I, it wasn't a, a podcast that I was listening to and it just randomly, how weird is that, right? Randomly popped up into my feed with this specific episode. And so I listened to it and they were talking about mold illness 
and how you can get really fucking sick from living in a house with mold. And at that time, I knew we had mold in the house. Like, I knew we had mold in the basement. We had, like, black shit on the walls of this old basement. But it never occurred to me. It never occurred to me. And, like, I was listening to this podcast episode. They were talking through all of these symptoms, which is, to those of you who don't know, feeling extremely tired having like allergy kind of symptoms so coughing like a snotty nose like weird thing with your eyes i would get like really red eyes eyes eye infections all of the time even had to go to the hospital for that um like weird eye stuff going on and like weird like scratchy stuff uh like dots on on your skin um like similar stuff to that, feeling really tired, feeling really sick. And all of those symptoms was something that I had and Ellie had. And um, like then there's the mold rage, there's the depression, there's the anxiety, there's the suicidal ideation, all of it is related to mold illness. And so uh, listening to that episode I, you know, like, I cried so hard because I just knew, I knew that there was mold in the last house, I knew that there was mold in this house, like, there was no doubt in my mind that that was what was going on, and I went down and talked to Max and said, this is what is up, and I gave him the episode, I gave him, like, I then went into, like, whole investigation mode, and I was like, I need to get out of here, we need to get out of here, he was like, Ugh. it was really hard, because he didn't believe me, and he was thinking that I had lost my shit, it was a really hard time. Um, I took Ellie and I brought her back to Denmark because Denmark is like the only other place. Like I did try and ask if I could come and stay with Max's parents for a while and they didn't have the capacity to that and that's completely fine. I just didn't really have an, uh, other places to go and it, it like, I, I cannot, like... <laughs> I cannot explain with words how frustrating it is when you discover something like this and you understand your house to be making you sick and people just don't believe you because it's something that they can't see and obviously um, needless to say even if you live somewhere that has mold, it's not like some people are just better detoxing than other people, and Max is definitely better at that than I am and Ellie is. And so he was not affected. Well, he was affected, he just didn't want to like admit. <laughs> that's that's my perception like he was he was uh he was being a little brat sometimes like he was being very moody he was being like very snappy 
And uh, you guys don't know my ex, but I do. And that's not his person. Like, he's always been such a nice, calm, good. Like, it's just not in his personality to be, like, a snappy little bitch. Um, it's in mine. Like, I can be that sometimes. But it really wasn't with him. So he was being snappy. He was gaining weight. He was, like, having all of the older age. Um, so I could easily see it in him as well. But I think there's something with men and, like, this protection gene that, uh, like, he just couldn't admit to himself that he had let me and Ellie stay in a house that had made us sick. Um, so he fought very hard to not admit that there was mold. We even had, like, mold remover people come out and, like, fix the house because, obviously, we couldn't do anything with it. We couldn't sell it to, like, other people. Like, the people before us had known about the mold and didn't tell us, and um, we wouldn't want to do the same thing to someone else. But the thing is, once you've lived in a house with mold and it hasn't been remediated properly... Uh, well, if it hasn't, like, it has to be remediated to an nth degree if someone that has become sick with mold illness is able to live here. Like, where I live now is a completely new build. And there's mold issues every, like, not everywhere, but everywhere in the world. Like, every house has some, some issues somewhere. It's, like, almost impossible to avoid. Like, we get a little bit of mold in the windows and in... Not really in the bathroom, actually. So only in the window windowsill, which is normal. Like most people get that, but even that I can feel. Like it still it still affects me here, even though the house in is entirely clean. So what happened in the next coming months was me living in Airbnbs in Copenhagen. Um, me and my daughter and I was just so sick. And so suicidal. It was not even funny. Like, I, I had Max in, in my. Um, he was still in the house. He was cleaning up stuff and trying to get it ready. Because I had said to him I wanted to sell the house, or like he could keep it or whatever. But I was not going to live there anymore. And it it was a really hard time for all of us. Because that breakup became very sudden and very like, okay, now this is like, and and we I'll go way into this like in in the episode where I go into the whole spiritual spiritual aspect of it, but I had pushed myself so far like and I knew that it was the right decision for me to leave earlier. But I just wasn't man enough to fully effectuate that. And so I was pushed to like the edge of my health to make the decision to leave. Because I just didn't have... like I, I'll be very kind to myself. I am kind to myself about this. But I just didn't have the power, the willpower to leave fully and 100% before um, that happened. And... When all of this shit went down, it became very clear that we just do, do not think the same way and we do not support each other's way of thinking. And, um, like, if there, if I had any uh, any doubt 
about him and him and I being wrong or right for each other that was like the the like the seal of death into that relationship was that he did not support me through that time like of course the man did the did his best <laughs> um but it was really hard it was i i cannot put into words how extremely difficult it was knowing understanding that this this like house is making me sick at, because of mold and so many people around me just didn't think that it was true like i had even ha had tests made that showed it on like my blood tests like the the parameters where i would have weird numbers would be related to something that could show mold but it's quite difficult to see like it's the same with lyme disease and like some of these things it can be quite difficult to see in blood tests but i was working with many different holistic therapists that was checking out my blood work and they all said yeah that that looks like mold and so uh, <sighs> my heart it was such a hard time one because of how i was feeling physically but two also because i was alone with my daughter feeling so sick and um for a lot of the time i was also staying at my mum's house and at that time like finally getting out of the house and like having I don't know what it is but sometimes it's like when you have been fighting and fighting and fighting to figure things out like to figure out what's wrong with you to like uh, what, what can I do to get better like all of the fighting you're just in this constant state of fight and flight and so you have so much adrenaline that even though I was feeling so tired and I, I was feeling so exhausted hold on even though I was feeling so exhausted I was still fighting but when I finally knew what was up it was like this whole other state happened and I would sleep like all of the sleep I like I, there was days where I was just so sick and um, when we were at my mom's house I I would I would be in in my bed all day and I just like fought myself to get up and just go for a walk with Ellie just go for a walk just get out and she would she would sit in the in the bed next to me and I would like put on Peppa Pig for her to watch and I would just like lay there and everything was up in the air with like sheffield denmark and what are we gonna do and like i i felt like with me and him breaking up i really didn't have much that held me in the uk although i loved it there it was just a really a really difficult decision and all like 
all of the same time I just had this feeling of like there's too much stuff going on in Sheffield like Sheffield is too much fun <laughs> um, Sheffield is too much fun for you to like sit at home and heal like Sheffield is not for the healing era of your life definitely not that's not what it's made for Sheffield is made for fun um, you know like cute bars and beautiful restaurants and so much culture and I absolutely am in love with this place it was really hard for me because I knew that I didn't want to let go of Sheffield but I also knew that I I, I needed something else I needed someone new and safe for me to heal and so I made the decision to move back to Denmark and um, I found a house there was a whole like the whole thing about me getting the house here making that decision without like as like properly waiting for Max to make the decision that that was okay with him like I was just completely focused on myself um but you know not the kindest like I I did I did the best that I could I made the best the decision blah I made the best decision I could for me and for my health but maybe not necessarily for what would make things the easiest for the for the like the unity of the family so i moved to denmark and for the next couple of months i had ellie a lot still in the new house and max was finishing up everything back in the house he was so angry with me which was very hard he, like, throughout our entire relationship, he'd been, like, my rock, my support, my everything, my family. And throughout this whole mole thing, I just felt like I didn't even know him. The next period was survival. Until Max got back to Denmark and moved, like, properly. I think it took, like, two months. It was pure survival. And honestly, I don't even remember. I don't remember it. I don't remember what happened. I I don't know how I survived. I don't know. I I have I have no idea how I got through that time. How weird is it? It's like, it's not even, it's six months ago and I don't even remember. I don't remember what happened. So there was two months, like those two months are gone from my memory. I just know that it was really hard and I was like, my physical health improved a little. Um, like quickly, my like severe respiratory symptoms of like coughing and a snotty nose and runny eyes and like weird itchy stuff on my skin like all of that disappeared my skin cleared up and then all that was left was tired exhausted i was so tired that if I go for, for a walk 
I would crash. Like, and when I say crash, that's something that hap- happens with chronic fatigue. It's like if you exert yourself, and exertion means tiny things, like n- nothing that people would think would be a lot. Like going for a walk for five minutes can crash you. If like on the days that I had to go purchase food from the shop that's five minutes away, I would be in bed by 2 p.m. And there was a lot of hours of just laying in my bed when Ellie was in nursery and listening to podcasts about holistic health, about brain retraining, about recovery. And like it was around the time when I moved back to Denmark, like it was quite quickly that I understood that mold illness and CFS can kind of overlap. And quite quickly you will find out like if, you, if you're not very severely hit by the mold, then you'll get well quite quickly after you move out. And that just wasn't the case for me. Um, and after a few months of like, I was, I was doing like healthy food. I was doing like all of the supplements. I was meditating every day. Like for hours even. But it wasn't moving the needle so so much like it was I was making like small gains maybe like having like maybe I would wouldn't be in bed by two maybe I would be in bed by three but like and after a while like everything everything happened really slowly in the summer months but I started doing brain retraining I did um I did Primal Trust with uh, Dr. Kathleen Kin. I did the Gupta program. Um, and I watched a hell of a lot videos by CFS Recovery, Miguel Baptista on YouTube. I listened to the Chronic um, Comeback podcast so, so much. And it was around the time, I think it was around February, where I got diagnosed with CFS by my doctor in the UK just before I moved. And I wish that I could say that this thing made a really big difference. This thing was the thing. I think that if I was to pull up anything to like make the biggest shift for me, I am sorry to say that that must have been magic mushrooms. (laughs) Um, Like late summer, I think it was like September, I did this um, facilitated mushroom ceremony with like an an old client of mine that does shamanic work. And she came here and we, I had like a proper whole spiritual experience and I'll I'll go into that in another episode what came up for me was like that I had so much pain around leaving my relationship I just felt like 
you know, being being in this whole survival mode and like being so focused on my health and like trying to get better didn't really leave that much room to like completely um, grieving, I guess, grieving the relationship, grieving what was lost. So doing that, that, that time gave me the possibility to like allow for those feelings and allow for that hurt and allow for me to just like embrace that that like it hurt to leave that good relationship even though I know it's not it's not like we're just not meant to be in this life like we're not meant we're not soulmates in that way he's not my destination and I'm not his and and still uh, it was still it was the most healthiest, most loving relationship I've been through and been in. It showed me a lot about what love is meant to be and I'm forever grateful for that. And so it was what happened when I left was just that I shut that down because I didn't want to feel all of that pain while dealing with all of the other stuff. Um but but going into the mushroom ceremony help me open up for those feelings and allow for myself to like feel really sad <laughs> like you say that with a lot of these things that happen like something that like some of the things that came up through that ceremony was like the thing with with my ex max and some things with another ex that i had not properly dealt with and it was finally let go then it was finally let go from like by me experiencing that yes this was like fully completely this was love and i was really happy for that love and i'm sad that it's gone now although i know it's like i don't want it back i know that i i'm uh, like what i'm meant for is something else but it's okay to feel sad about losing people that you love that is okay to feel those emotions and you say that like when you don't process emotion those things get stuck in your nervous system so i spent a lot of time bringing up old trauma like I would spend days going through all of my old trauma and experiencing the pain and reprogramming it. I was a fucking diligent student of letting go of the past for months, for months and months. I would do the inner work. I would sit in my garden and meditate for hours. I would eat healthy. I would do the brainwash training and I did the the ceremony and little by little I got my life back little by little I started to feel like I got more and more hours to be normal to do normal stuff I could cook I could clean I could play the piano I could have hours where I didn't think about being sick So, how long has it taken me to get to this place where, like, I was, 
I have been especially like in all for the past few weeks of like I have not been a good girl like I've not been I've not been I've not been eating all of the good food I've not been like been in bed by nine I have not like I've not not drink alcohol like I have been bad I've been so so bad these past like past two months I think I've been such a bad girl like I have I have partied, I've been out till six in the morning, eight in the morning, like I've had some insane nights because I had a lot of life and a lot of like bad decisions to make up for. (laughs) But oh my god, I have had so much fun. And I like going home at eight in the morning after... (laughs) being out partying like I have literally been out partying I went out dancing till 8 in the morning by myself by my literal own little self I was out and and um, maybe that's not necessarily what I want to be doing with the rest of my life definitely not Um, I have made a commitment to go back to living a very very like strict lifestyle for the next few months just because I want to get completely back to 110% want to get back to working out I want to get back to my perfect shape that I know that although you know still feel like I look pretty good but you know you know what you look like when you're like your fittest when you you feel your best and I want to get back to that um nevertheless like I have been amazed of all of the bad things that I have done and still like an evening like yesterday I was laying in my bed at like seven or eight and I was like you know I don't have to go to sleep now I I don't have to go to sleep because I'm exhausted I if I wanted to I could go out and dance in my living room I don't want to but I can I can dance however much the fuck I want in my living room at 10 in the evening I am fucking mind blown you have no idea how good it feels to be alive you have no idea how good it feels to be able to dance in your living room at 10 at night. You have no idea how good it feels to be able to go for a run and not be scared of crashing for a week. You have no idea. And if any of you are listening to this and you're not there yet, just know you will be. You completely fucking will be. It might take a lot of work. I know it did for me. I know that there was... Like, I had those lots of hours of me thinking that I might not make it. But the thing is, and the thing that I really want to hit home with for any of you that's still struggling and going for things, the thing that I want to tell all of you is what got me through all of that was that every time I had a thought saying, I'm not sure if I can make it, I said, shut the fuck (laughs) oh no I'm sorry no I'm sorry I didn't say that but I was like no no I just do not believe it I just do not believe that this is my life I just do not believe that this is what I'm made for I just do not believe like I have 
such a trust that everything happens for a reason. And I have such a, like, I know all of the shit that I've gone through in my life has brought me to amazing things, amazing places, amazing experiences. Why is my camera so light? It has got me to amazing experiences that I wouldn't trade for nothing in the world. I wouldn't trade Ellie for nothing in the world. And she didn't, like, she didn't come out of, like, a peaceful easy start of a relationship no it was hard work to get to where we were to a good place because i had a lot of trauma to deal with before her and when she came it was amazing because she's fucking awesome there's a like there's a lot of people that ask me completely side note i know there's a lot of people that have asked me throughout life, how does it feel to be a mum? Isn't it like, is it hard? And I'm like, no, it's not hard. Granted, I have a very good co-parent who's a great parent and like we work together, I think, quite well. We do our best at least. We like very good at like trying to help each other out when the other person wants to do something. But she's fucking easy, man. She She's still two and she turns three in a bit. So maybe it's the toddler years that where she'll get a f- like to be a little devil. But I don't think so. I think she's just like her own little person. And I just get to cohabitate with her. And it's fucking amazing. And there's a lot of people that's just like, I don't know how I could do, like, work through this when I have a kid that's young and a toddler. And granted, like, there was periods of time where, like, Max had her a lot during this summer. Like, he definitely pulled his weight and then some, you know. I had her for quite a while alone by myself as well. Um, But he really, like helped me there to give me time to rest and although that's the truth I still recovered and I would have still recovered might have taken a bit longer I want you to know that if you're going through things and you're going through the throes of it where it's still really really bad and you still have a lot of negative thoughts like the biggest thing that you can do for yourself if you're going through something hard is keep telling yourself it's not forever just keep trusting that there's meaning that there is like this is a part of your path and you have something important to learn here once you learn the lesson it is like you will make it through I kept thinking when I was going through the period of being really sick like if I woke up tomorrow and I was completely well and I didn't have any symptoms anymore would I feel that that was okay and I know that's a weird wording I know that's a weird thing to say but would I feel like that was okay would I would I be completely okay with that I know it sounds fucked up but hear me out and the answer would be no it would not be okay and the reason for that is I didn't feel like I had learned the lesson. 
I didn't feel like I was completely embodied in the tools that I was using. I didn't feel like I was completely embodied in my health yet. And I think that there's a big wisdom here for us to learn when we go through really hard things. It happens for a reason. It happens for us to learn those tools to help us out the other way so that we can guide other people that's going through the similar things. And I know now that I could easily make a program to help people with chronic fatigue or other health issues. And, and this would help all of it. Because when you work with your mind, you work with your soul and you work with your body, there is no fucking way that you're not going to recover. There's no fucking way if you have all of these things working for you. And I believe that truly and fully. When you become the master of this, you learn that you're a master of fucking everything. And that, my love, is an insane gift. Although it might not feel that way when it happens. And that's completely okay. It is completely fine for not to feel aligned and beautiful and all the things. And it feels like fucking shit when you're going through it. Trust me. Trust me. I know. But I am so fucking proud of myself. That I can't even put it into words like... There's not enough words to say how proud I am of what I've accomplished, what I've gone through and what I've healed. And so I'll go deeper into like the tools that I used and all of these things throughout the next few months. I'm also going to have another chat with my beautiful, one of the mentors that I've worked with throughout this time. And let me just say, it's been absolutely like, so important for me to have people that I can lean on um, throughout this period of time. And my mentors have definitely been that for me. Like I've had mentors throughout the entire process that has helped me like keep, um, keep the belief that everything's going to be okay. Um, and one of them is Anna uh, of Hot Mess Goddess on Instagram. Please go say hi to her. She's amazing. She's my mentor, but also my friend. And um, I have invited her to come have a chat with me because she also went through something similar. And so we're going to have a chat through her experience with this and how that was for her, what she did to feel better. And um, yeah, also very excited to share that story with you. Okay, so this became, I think, a very long podcast episode. And I'm happy that I sat down and had this conversation with you guys. I'm happy to finally share my my, my journey through this. Um, I've only shared like bits and pieces up till now. And I'm glad to finally have it out. So yeah, I'm very excited to share this. And I hope like... Please come say hi. Please drop into my Instagram. It's Zoe Freya at S-Z-O-E-Y-F-R-E-Y-A. <laughs> Don't you love how I spell it? Um, come say hi. Tell me what you think of this episode. Have, have a little follow if you like to know more about like holistic health, 
healing, shamanic work, mindset work, manifestation, astrology, all of the good stuff. And um, yeah, I wish you all an amazing day. Mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs>